Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Robots Radio presents The Cyberbuck Lorecast. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the Cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. You know what that saxophone means? It means cyberpunks. We're back. It's time again for the cyberpunk lore cast. Welcome back to the show. I know that the show has been kind of dormant for a number of months now, but with the cyberpunk edge runners show and all of the updates they've been making to 2077 and the new DLC hopefully coming out again soon as we've been waiting for so long for all of that stuff. It was time to bring the show back and Today's episode is all about the future of this show and some of the things that we're changing around here in order to make sure that you have something to listen to and some new exciting hosts to bring on bring on board for you guys to to share your excitement with. Um, So the big news is that I've taken on some other shows in the meantime that since the show's gone dormant. So I will be moving on to other stuff because I've already committed myself in these other places. But I wanted to make sure that this show lived on. So here are some new hosts for you guys to uh, maybe meet for the first time, but maybe not. You're probably familiar with both of these people. You might know the first one as my co-host from the Witcher lore cast. If you're into CDPR stuff and you like the Witcher, Toasty, to- Toasty McToasterberghire. How's it going, man? Go back to like episode five of the witcher lore cast now is that what we're doing yeah yeah i just have to, i always have to call you by a funny name um but yeah so I, was, I forgot how much i missed that music by the way i know it's <laughs> like, so good i was like jesus jim's so hard it's so good it's uh, so good but yeah i was talking with toasty we were doing the witcher lore cast which is still a thing that we regularly do and i was like toasty what do you think about taking over the cyberpunk lore cast because it's time to bring it back and he was like yeah actually sounds like a cool idea what if uh what if we bring genesis from two girls one ship with me and i was like well that's an awesome decision let's go talk to her and so we've got genesis here as well genesis welcome hello yeah no toasty reached out and was like hey it'd be super fun to run a show with you are you in and i sent him back a gift that was like are you asking me out because (laughs) yes wait wait you guys are like i don't know well we won't get into your personal situations but but i'm excited that the two of you are at least getting together to uh to do this show because you you both are awesome on the other shows that you you both do and i know that you love cyberpunk as much as I do, or potentially more. So that's what I want to get into. I want to introduce people 
to you guys, especially if they haven't heard you talk before, whether it was on this show or one of your, the other shows. Um, but I also want to get into the nitty gritty stuff about like, what is it about cyberpunk? When did you get on board with cyberpunk? Where, why do you love it so much? So let's, let's kick it off with that. Um, Genesis, let's start with you. Let's, where did you, where did you first discover cyberpunk? Oh, geez. Back in a long age ago. 2005. Two, when... It was 2005. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy about that is that that's 17 years ago. Oh, Isn't that yeah. weird? That's I mean, so weird. That's like, that's like a high schooler's <laughs> lifetime. I know, I was, right? I, I was eight years old. <laughs> you were, yeah, Toasty was eight years old. It's still like if that stuff is nuts to me. Thinking about like the time frame and how much time goes by, and oh my god. So, two thousand and five. What were you? What were you doing that you discovered cyberpunk? Uh, that is when the new release of the cyberpunk tabletop came out, mm-hmm. and so a group of friends at our local local nerd area it was called geek squad back in the day wait like wait um, like best buy no no, no. <laughs> it was it was before before best buy's geek squad um but our card shop was called geek squad uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so we were all hanging out there i think we were probably playing Yu-Gi-Oh at that point but uh we decided to play the new rpg that just came out and i was a media who ran around the city recording the events that the that her crew was doing so i didn't do too much gunning i was there to capture it all so that way i could sell the brain dances oh and all the videos with it oh you were a, a brain dance uh, recorder person that's a really interesting perspective that's not that's not something many people like uh, i've i haven't played a whole lot of the cyberpunk tabletop myself but having listened to other people's actual plays and talked to people who play it, that's that's not a typical go-to character design. That's kind of a, a little bit off on the edge of, of the popularity spectrum, I guess. Oh, yeah. I wanted my first character to be unique in the fact that I was like, well, okay, I'm playing with five other guys, so they're all going to be like mega tank and shooting everything. And I was just like, you know what? I'm on the I edge of cyborg. In- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So that was your first character. It was was a media. Um, mm-hmm. what, what was the name? Uh, Genesis. That's, <laughs> that was the origin of the name, right? Yeah. Well, the Genesis of Genesis, like where I found that name originally wasn't in the character creation, but the first character that I applied that name to yeah, mm-hmm. was my cyberpunk media chick. That's awesome. And so that name has now carried over into many other things. And it's also your your podcasting kind of gaming name, you know, kind of like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm robots. And so you're Genesis. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, man, that started that started a decade before we were anywhere close to the release of 2077. So, oh, yeah, you were playing the tabletop games a lot. And, and then so when when you found out that CDPR was working on a cyberpunk game, what was that like? Like video game, like a video game, video game. Yeah. Not just a game like tabletop, but video game. That was huge. Um, Unfortunately, I lost. Uh, So my husband and I have a deal that uh, when a new game releases, one one of us gets to play it first. And Mm -hmm. so they get to experience the full game and then 
then the other person gets to play either on the console or the PC or however it was working out at the time. And so he won the bet for cyberpunk. And I was oh. like, oh, oh, rage. Is it, is it kind of like um, a couch co-op kind of situation? I know my wife and I will do that, too. Like um, every time like a new Fallout game comes out or something like that. Well, like one of us will play and the other will be more of the spectator who helps make decisions, but is not the person with the controller. Exactly. Yeah. We do that a lot. Um, and then with Cyberpunk, I was like, no, because I want my own full experience with the game. I'm not going to watch any of your playthrough. And so it was a clean run my first time. That's awesome. That's so cool. That's so cool. Toasty. I know. I know we've talked about Cyberpunk a lot. Um, you jumped into the series with the game, but now uh, like it's kind of flipped for you, right? You like you came into the series with the video game, but now you mm-hmm. are a regular on Cyberpunked, which is a show on the Robots Radio Network where you guys are playing the tabletop. Yeah, and I have a, another group too that I play with as well. So <clears throat> that's awesome. I, I play it almost every other week, really, or almost weekly at this point, I guess. So, so when the when the game was announced, at what point did you hear about it? Like when did you start getting excited? And and had you heard about Cyberpunk before that? I had not actually heard about it before that really except like my my first intro into all of that and we we know this from like all the the patron episodes of watching cyberpunk movies that I'd never seen before um yeah right <laughs> but um with uh with the game I think I was there was like a certain youtuber like duo that I watched and they would always, they did like a lot of like elder scrolls content and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but they would, they would start like, they were like hyping up cyberpunk every time. Like they saw it, they would make like a video on like the new details and stuff. And I was like, man, that's a really cool game. So I probably got excited for it. Like, uh, a few years before release is what that sounds like. Yeah. From a few years before release, yeah. I think. Was it the um, like the role playing quality of the game? Was it the the world? Was it like the feel of it? Because there's a, I mean, Cyberpunk's got a lot going for it in all of those different ways. What what grabbed you the most? Um, I mean, they definitely uh, the role playing. I, I like you know, like role playing games, um, Fallout, Skyrim, all that stuff, um, and. You know, I, I did like really, it, it was kind of a thing. It was funny. This cause this, I, I valued their opinion. So I like, I don't even watch this YouTube channel anymore, but back whenever I was watching them regularly, I was like valued their thoughts on stuff so much that I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta try this game. I really like, I gotta play this game when it comes out. And then like, I know it started like releasing like actual like details and stuff more often. And I was like, okay, like the night city uh, wire stuff and all the, the yeah, early like would, marketing push. Yeah. I remember that. And I was like, all right, like this is, this is really cool. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely gonna play this. Uh, it was definitely like a new experience. Uh, I wasn't, I don't think there was anything like where I was like, Oh man, you know, I think it just thought the whole thing was cool. And then it was like something that I get to try for the first time. Um, like a totally kind of new setting as far as like I was concerned and just like, I think generally a lot of video games are concerned. You don't see too often. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, it, it definitely worked its way. Uh, let me back up a little bit. We don't often get a brand new RPG 
of this caliber very often in the video game space. There is a bunch of smaller indie titles that will do their own world stuff, but something of, of this caliber, like this much money put in it by a AAA studio in a brand new setting is not something you get very often, right? And if you do, usually it's like the fantasy world, the spin on a fantasy world of some sort, like uh, Guild Wars is to a typical fantasy world. It's slightly different, but it's still a fantasy world with some, most of those tropes, right? Or you have like the sci-fi, you know, Mass Effect kind of thing going on with like aliens and stuff. And that's typically a spin on the Star Wars or Star Trek kind of thing, right? But for cyberpunk, it's, it's a, post-apocalyptic world in a way that kind of rebuilt itself and is not a wasteland anymore so it's not fallout it's this weird dark future right it's it's kind of its own thing yeah and then of course like you know tying into the fact like a um me you know being host on the witcher lore cast uh, obviously big fan of those games so you know, seeing same, same studio, obviously like kind of props it up a little bit because the Witcher three was so good. So, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot, um, there was, there was a lot going for it early on. And then of course we had the, or the too early release where unfortunately the game was pushed out a little bit too early and then they gave us some roadmaps and the roadmaps didn't exactly live up to what they were hoping for. But now that we're like two years removed from that. We've got patch 1.6 that just came out recently. We have finally, we've gotten the release of the anime um, cyberpunk edge runners. We have the intercorrelations between the things in the anime and the game world where you can find like weapons and, and you know, gear from the show in, in the game world. You even have cross references with characters that exist in both. Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff that's going on. And then we've got the DLC on the horizon. We've got a glimpse of what that's going to be like. And Johnny Silverhand's going to be back. How do you, I mean, where do you even start? Are you guys like excited about all this stuff? I'm sure you are. I'm sure the answer is yes. But like, where are you at now with the series? Genesis, where, like, what, what are you buzzing about? Oh my gosh, I am having so much fun seeing all the correlations between like what I've seen in game and then what you see in the anime series. So I've watched uh, the first three episodes so far. Um, can't wait to watch more. I'm like, probably as soon as this is over, going to watch more. Um, but what I loved was just like, I recognize that and I recognize that. And then when I, once I saw in the patch notes that we would be able to find some of the items in game, I am on a hunt for David's jacket now. Uh, I'm like, I want his jacket so bad. Yeah. Yeah. The aesthetic of the anime is spot on. I mean, it's definitely an anime. It's got some anime quality in, in the way the characters are designed and, and the, the artwork and stuff. But it it's it's like if you I mean, it's an exact Hey, let's do an anime style, but in this world, like the buildings look like Night City, the cars look like Night City, the uh, the villains. Uh, when 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 the um, the the what was it? The gang runs rides by us. The animals, we like hanging off the sides of the truck, shooting their guns and stuff. I was like, oh my god, that's. I mean, it's the aesthetic is is perfect. It's just an anime version of the aesthetic we get in the game. And then you got the locations and the items and all of that. The crossover. I mean, and yeah. it's and it's like really freaking intense. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> they did not waste any time jumping into things on that one. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the nature of the characters and the kinds of things people do <laughs> as they walk around the city and like all that stuff. It's almost like they took what was in the game and they just kind of ratcheted it up even more. Mm hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, I feel like they definitely they turned a lot of things up in the anime that I think that they couldn't necessarily get away with in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, although there's reference to those things, but they they they're more free with them, I guess. Right. That kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of feeling. Yeah. So, OK, so there's the anime stuff and then there's the you know, the game. Have you guys jumped back in the game recently? Mm hmm. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you think about playing it? Like, how long has it been? And like, how do you feel about the new patch? Toasty, you can you can share. Oh, um, it's it's been a little bit. I um, I hadn't really like they they hadn't really thrown in enough new content. Like I dabble back in on like every patch, but like I only play for a little bit, kind of like explore around a little bit, um, or you know take in the new features. Um, but like normally it's just like a few hours of gameplay for them and uh and normally it's like i want to try it out and i want to see how like mods affect it and stuff but the updates always mess up all the mods so it's like not even a point right. trying to use them right um and now we've got official mod support coming that's yes, another one of the big exciting. things yeah that's really exciting um so i like i said i jumped back in i started a new character um i like i know it's not much but i do love the extra stuff they put into like the the appearance changes like the the tons of new makeup options and stuff were really cool Mm -hmm. um the transmog system yeah i would still love for them to have more stuff but you know steps are being made so i'm gonna be happy with that well and Um, and and with the with the modding system i mean there's a lot of mods out there that added a bunch of new clothing and new you know facial features and hair and skin and all all that kind of stuff so once that stuff is officially integrated and it's easier to bring the mods in it sounds that feels almost unlimited it's just based on what the modding community puts out there yeah i've seen stuff all over with with it and i mean i kind of i just i kind of just want to like play through it and like slow play it and just kind of like fall in love with it again because um i like there's definitely like the anime has definitely like reignited that like cyberpunk like craving for me so yeah yeah jen have you been able to jump back in i have i've been playing um my male v uh corpo is hitting the streets right now and i'm having a lot of fun with it uh just kind of taking it slow and looking for changes and the new gigs that are out there um i yeah so i've been having a lot of fun getting back in yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that they've fixed over just the series of patches um i know when i initially played it was after launch and then uh, Logan and I were doing the show and he got really into the nitty gritty of like all the side quests and all of that stuff. But after getting through that initial game, like playthrough, there was a lot of that side stuff that like I just the game just wasn't super stable. Some of the bugs started showing up the longer you played. And so I, I bounced off it fairly, I don't know, harder than I would have liked to have had that stuff not been there. Right. And then kind of like Toasty, I, I didn't jump in. Um but maybe here and there to just kind of test out some new features. So this most recent patch, I was like, okay, it feels like it's time. Like the one thing I really want still are for the the cops to chase me down 
and for the ability to shoot out the windows of the car while driving around or something like that, right? Like that still feels like it's missing. I know they're working on it. It's going to be something they add in. But other than that, like the game has run really well. For the most part, it's been very stable. I haven't had a crash. Uh, there have been only a few situations where like some of the characters do, do something weird, like the AI functions in an odd way or something doesn't spawn at the, in at the right time. Like I, I've, I've done certain quests where like I'm doing a gig or something and I show up in the area and uh, nobody will be there. And then all of a sudden everybody just spawns in like right next to me. And then they're like, oh, and then they're mad at me all of a sudden because I'm not supposed to be in the area. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, all right, now I'm going to shoot everybody because they just spawned. But that only happened like once. So in the midst of. I don't know, probably eight or ten hours now that I've put back into the game. That's been about it. Um, I think the other yeah, feature I, that I really want is the uh, New Game Plus, because getting through, and I mention this on the show all the time, getting through all the story stuff when you've already seen all the story stuff takes so much time when you just want to get into the world and start role-playing a character. Yeah. Uh, when you skip brain dances now. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that does help. That, that part was a lot easier. That's true. What was that, Jen? You were about to say something. Yeah, no, the weirdest glitch that I've come across was my cyber psychos like to T-pose while they're doing their super speed. And it's the creepiest thing ever because they're going around and they're like super fast, but their arms are straight out. And that's so nuts. it's like, mm, it's really intense. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's like a power play. Like, <laughs> that seems like something you might see a character in an anime do. Um <laughs> All right. Well, hey, tell you what, we're going to take a break for the middle because we're going to remind people about the Patreon because that's still going to be here and that will be here to support you guys because I'm passing that on to you guys as well. And then when we come back, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you guys are going to be covering on the show when you kind of kick this off for your own starting on the next episode. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, here we are in the middle of the show, and we actually do have a new patron who signed up this last month. Uh, Keegan E., thank you for signing up on the Patreon, and thank you to everybody who has maintained your status. We've got 10 of you who have stayed patrons during this kind of down period, so thank you for that. And um, I know you guys are going to be kicking off some new episodes, talking about some stuff, but I believe, based on our conversation previously before doing the show that you're still going to do some of these like patron chat episodes 
you think you maybe start next month? I mean, it's, we're getting close to the end of the, the month this month, but maybe kick that off in October. Uh, yeah, I think it might be a little too soon because we haven't we haven't finalized like recording dates and things like that that are going to work out between Toasty and I. So definitely in October, once we have our schedule set, we will so, relaunch the Patreon chat. Yeah, so you know, be be ready for that. And we have still currently uh, three tier four level patrons. So three people who currently could join for the patron chat. And if you are listening to this and you want to get back in on that Patreon, get ad free episodes, jump in for the patron chat next month, all of that kind of stuff, then check out patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Check out all the different tiers, all the things that you can get and wonderful ways that you can support these two on their new show because it's going to be their thing from from this point on so that's what we got going here also if you want to leave a rating or review on apple Podcasts, five star ratings i'm guessing you guys are going to keep reading those out too probably yep reading out five star ratings uh or five star reviews and then um giving it a rating on spotify is also extremely helpful so yeah let people know like the show's back come check it out so thank you to everybody for your support let's move on with the rest of the show All right, so I'm excited to find out about where you're going. Where are you going to take things? What kinds of topics are you going to cover? I know you don't have everything planned out, but what are you guys thinking? What's going to be next on the list? Well, I think that the what really kind of sparked it back to life for a lot of people was Edge Runner, and like we just talked about before, it is an amazing anime series. And I think that that's where we want to start it with, you know, going over the different episodes that are out so far, um, you know, covering a couple episodes in each podcast episode. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are going to cover, say, like the first two or three episodes on the next episode of this show that comes out whenever Mm -hmm. you guys get together and record it and and put it out there. Um, So you're going to go over like your opinions of the show, maybe some of the other details. Like, what are you thinking? I mean, I think, uh, I think, oh, (laughs) I was waiting for you. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be, uh, some, some opinions. Um, you know, we, uh, I don't think, I don't think Jen and I are, uh, the type of people that are just going to like praise it endlessly or whatever. Like we definitely have things and we've been talking already, like in, in DMS about the things that we're seeing that we like, we appreciate things that we, you know, are a bit more critical of. Um, uh, so definitely a lot of that. Um, I'm talking about like the details that link back into the game possible, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe theorize some stuff, depending like where it might lead seeing how edge runners is 2076 and we're like in 2077, what that means. So uh, cool. Cool. So like, you know, praise but keeping it real maybe some hot Mm -hmm. takes in there so that'll be cool that'll be cool and then uh, once you guys get through that series what do you think you're gonna gonna be digging into because there's a lot in 2077 and there's a lot of especially some of the some of the smaller details or some of the more um i guess specific details around certain gigs or certain minor characters or places in the in the world you think you'll dig into some of that stuff 
Oh, absolutely. I am a character deep dive girl. Like that is what I love to do. And so I think that we'll definitely spend time uh, focusing on specific in-game characters and then relating them back to where we've seen them in the media before, because we've got the tabletop, we've got... uh, comics and we've got the old trading card game like there's flavor text on every trading card and I mean I still have my old deck in the garage where it's like play this card to win favor with the local gangs and you know Mm -hmm. it's like so there's definitely a lot of info out there that we can pull from yeah there's I mean I think a lot of people probably don't even know much about the trading card game like that's you know, like th- I think there's levels, right? Like when a series comes out on Netflix, it hits like a very broad audience. And when you get a big game mm-hmm. release, that hits a fairly broad audience. When you have a release for a tabletop game, if it's not Dungeons and Dragons, that's fairly niche, right? But something like a trading card game, that's like, now you're getting really, really like limited a number of people who probably collect the trading cards or even are familiar with it even being a thing. So that's some those are some deep references. I wasn't familiar with it being a thing until like this when Jin said that at the start of the episode. So, so there you go. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, that, that'll be fun. It'll be like, um, you know, like <laughs> digging into the archives, you know, like of some of the stuff, because you can you can find the old books, right? Like old cyberpunk books and and the, the spinoff books that added like extra story stuff or extra weapons and gear and things. But this is a, a step even further into like the obscure deep lore of the series and i was there i lived through that lore <laughs> i have first-hand experience with it <laughs> nice nice well i'm excited about this stuff coming um i've got one last uh topical question for you guys before we wrap up the episode uh if you were to burn out in night city if you were to shoot the moon and uh, they decided to uh, make a drink in your honor. What would your drink be? And you can't, and you can't oh, just say the been. Jackie Wells. <laughs> nah, the Genesis has to include tequila. It okay. is, it is a tequila-based drink. Okay, tequila um, and what? Tequila. Monster Energy drink. Oh. So it's yeah. going to taste like okay, liquid so, Skittles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I've had this combination many, many a time. All right. Uh, you know, just the big can of Monster Energy drink and half half Monster, half tequila. Good to go. Half Monster, half tequila. All right. It's called the Genesis. Awesome. What would the, uh, well, your, your full name is so Thanatoasted. We call you Toasty for short. What would you, first of all, what would you call it? What would be the name in Cyberpunk? And then what would be in it? Oh, no, probably the toasty or something. The, to- the toasty. Uh, to- everyone toast with the toasty. Yeah. Dude, you're asking a dude who doesn't drink. Well, maybe. What if it's be? just what no if it's just idea. a Diet Coke with like two ice cubes or something? No, it's <laughs> not me. No. What, what, what's your what's your go to drink? Uh, tea. All right. So Honestly. it's a tea. What kind of tea? Oh, man. Uh, it's the toasty. It's the toasty. Toasty. Yeah, the toasty. Um, I don't. Mm, I'm trying to think specifically. 
because uh, I've had so many teas in my life. Um, if you can only pick one, if you're if desert island situations, and you can only pick one, and what's the first one that comes to mind? It doesn't have to be the best. It just has to be something that feels right. Um, oolong probably. Oolong tea. Oolong tea. See, this is why this is why we have our brain link. Because I was like, Toasty, I already see your cup of tea. It is an oolong tea with steam rising off the top, but it's specifically in that old the the style of cup where it's the broken glass and then painted in with gold. Ah. I was like, that's what I see the Toasty being in. So it's it's not the tea itself that's that's unique. It's the it's the glass and the way you consume it. That is what makes it unique. Drinking it out probably. of that kind of glass. Yeah, probably. But there'd probably be, there'd probably be like some, a couple like added things to it. Um, I, I, for some reason I foresee, I see it with like some sort of like, uh, I don't know if we're like brewing it with like our hibiscus flower or yeah. adding like, I don't know, mm-hmm. hibiscus syrup or something to it. I'm not sure. But that that needs to be a part of it. And <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what kind of alcohol to add to a drink like that. So oh, maybe it doesn't have any. Maybe that's just like it's just named after you. because that's nice what city. it is. You got to have alcohol. Yeah. All right. Probably it probably work with like some sort of like sake or something. OK. All right. So there you go. There you go. All right. So we've got the, the toast tea and the Genesis and uh, you guys are taking over starting on the next episode. So if you are listening to this at home, get excited. Because I'm sure you guys are going to have some really cool takes about the first few episodes of Edge Runners, and and then it's off to the races. So, um, why don't you share some of the things that you you're doing, like your other side projects, ways people can tune into some of your other stuff, and we'll wrap up the episode. Genesis, what do you got? Yeah, well, I am Genesis, one half of the Two Girls One Ship podcast, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. Mm-hmm. So we do a weekly show uh, doing character deep dives and specifically surrounding the romance options in so many different video games. We've covered Mass Effect and Fallout, Dragon Age, The Witcher. Cyberpunk? Uh, Cyberpunk, yes, we did. <laughs> yes. I was like, I know I'm missing another game. What was it? No, and Cyberpunk. Yes. Yeah, and Cyberpunk. Awesome, awesome. And Toasty, you got other stuff. Well, I mean, like we said before, um, you and I do the Witcher lore cast, um, other other CDPR thing. Um, you get more, even more of Genesis over there. Uh, she is obviously uh, great. Uh, supporter um patreon uh we support each other as well and it's super exciting to be able to do this with her um and uh then of course the cyberpunk linkage i'm on the cyberpunk cyberpunk apostrophe d um like cyberpunk red actual play podcast with the fumbling four and almighty crit gang um so and those come out every other Wednesday. I have a date for it now. I can actually say so. <clears throat> there you go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, definitely tune in next week for their first Edge Runners episode. If you are interested in any of the other stuff that I do, this is my last chance, unless I guest on a future episode of the show, which who knows, maybe I'll come back and say hi. Um, but come come hang out with me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robots radio, usually in the evenings, or I'm sorry, in the afternoons on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. That's my like hang out with the community time. 
also you can check out any of the other shows so if you're into uh lord of the rings i started lord of the rings lore cast or fallout or elder scrolls or the witcher i've got a bunch of mass effect i've got a bunch of other shows out there so come come hang out with me in some other places and i hope you guys enjoy this show coming back and the new hosts so that's what we got for this week stay safe out there in night city and uh i guess i won't see you next time but they will so until then bye everybody Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Have you ever wanted to deep dive into the lore and stories behind all your favorite Marvel movies? Then do we have the show for you. I'm Captain Shanko. And I'm Psych88. Join us as we dissect the media megalith that is the MCU. We'll talk about the origin stories, the fights, and everything in between. The MCU Lorecast releases on all major podcasting platforms on Mondays as part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club and can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.